the sunk cost fallacy is absolutely keeping you stuck. So to hear what the hell that is and why it is keeping you stuck, keep listening. And like I said, I'm pretty sure you're probably doing this in at least one area of your life because, well, you're human, right? So, all right, let's dive on in. Human on the Daily, the podcast for anyone wanting to break free of any boxes or expectations and embrace their full authentic self. I am Dr. Megan Daly, and I have been there. I've overcome so much trauma, dealt with so many stressors like competing in high-level athletics, rigorous academics, getting my doctor in physical therapy, and I did what I should do, right? I climbed the corporate healthcare ladder. And when that didn't make me feel fulfilled, I branched out and opened up my own cash clinic and built it to six figures in the second year. Yet I still felt like something was off when I looked in the mirror and maybe you can relate. So I scaled back and really dove into the questions of who am I really and what is it that I am meant to do? So together in this podcast, we are going to dive into all the tips, tools, and experiences for you to answer those same questions for yourself so you can live your best, most joyful and fulfilled life. Because if you're not doing that, then what the fuck are you really doing? So let's fucking go. All right. So before we dive in, I'm super curious. So I would love if you would share like just a screenshot of you like listening to this episode on social and let me know where you're listening from. Because in my head, I totally imagine you listening while on like a power walk or while sipping on coffee. It's like hanging out with your girlfriends and doing deep dive conversations, right? So anyways, uh, definitely do that. Let me know. I would love to hear from you and see if the visual that I have matches actual reality. Okay, so what is the sunk cost fallacy? This is a fallacy. It's the idea that if you have spent X number of time or X number of dollars or X number of commodity, insert commodity here on a thing, then you might as well stick with it. So an easy example is like, so for me, right? I've pivoted from being a clinician my DPT degree, I mean, I think I came out of school with $120 plus thousand dollars of debt, and that's just from getting my doctorate, right? That's not from undergrad. So it would be all too easy to say, well, I've spent so much time getting that degree and so much money on that degree that I might as well stick with it. Well, that's just not true, right? Like, there is a part of our rational brain, like our logical brain, that's like, yeah, that, that logic checks out. And... That was, okay, including undergrad, seven years of my life. And it is a lot of money, like it's well over six figures of money. And if you think about it though, if I decide at any point that that's not the path for me, there are so many more years left in my life that if I let that hold me back, I am going to forever feel stuck and unfulfilled, right? Um, now that's that's really, that is, that is an if you feel the need to change, if you feel stuck, if you feel like you should. I think this is the kicker. If you feel like you should continue down the path because you spent so much time or so much money or so much effort, that's where it's time to take a step back and really think, okay, is this really what I want? Or am I allowing the amount of things that I've put into this 
keeping me from seeing the potential for the future, right? Because just because we spent so much time and money on something doesn't mean that it's a lost cause. And I think that's where we kind of get in our own heads is we feel like that was then wasted time and wasted money if we don't continue down that path. And that's just not true because I truly believe that whatever it is that you have gone through, whatever it is that you've done, whatever it is that you've experienced will serve a purpose no matter what you pivot or move on to, right? So I think a good example would be one of my good friends is was a teacher for a long time, spent years and money in that profession, thought that was going to be the forever career. Actually, I know more than one teacher that I could use as an example for this, come to think of it. But this particular one decided to not listen to those shoulds and pivot into running group courses, helping other people learn how to build group courses. I mean, now, and this was a process, right? I'm skipping a couple steps where they went into multiple different other career paths. And, but if they had allowed the sunk cost fallacy to drive their decisions, they would have stayed in the teaching environment, being a PE teacher for decades and really wouldn't have made, I mean, they have, this person has impacted thousands of people at this point, right? And it's not that that was wasted time or energy. Part of what makes her so freaking good at running a course on and helping people build courses is because she knows how to build a curriculum, is because she knows how to relate in lesson planning and different learning styles, right? So that's just one example on how sunk cost fallacy really isn't actually a thing. It is just our brain trying to create logic and avoid us feeling like we quote unquote failed or wasted that time or money. And yeah, just if you, if that resonates at all, if you find yourself saying like, oh, well, I need to stick on this particular career path or in this particular job just because I spent X number of dollars on this degree or I have one person, a client that I'm working with right now that was at the same clinic for 13 years. And while we were working together, I I kind of called them out on the fact that they were saying, well, I've been there for 13 years, so I I feel like I owe it to them or I feel obligated. Like, how can I grow and change within this particular environment? And I called them out and I was like, what does that 13 years have to do with the next 13 years? 13 years from now, are you going to be more proud of yourself for sticking with this company that you're no longer fulfilling fulfilled with because their culture has changed into something that is not aligned with you? Or are you going to be prouder of yourself for leaving, finding something that fits you better and then spending time building that up, right? Like we're all going to choose the latter in that situation. So if you're feeling stuck, if something isn't aligning with you, I do not care how much time, money, effort, anything that you have spent in that particular environment, on that career path, in that job, it does not matter, right? Like your future depends on you being willing to consider yourself worth it enough to change and to not allow that to hold you back. And I promise you that isn't wasted time, money, energy, like whatever the commodity is. It's not wasted. You will utilize that in your future. And the reason I know that is because I strongly believe that the universe works in mysterious ways. And hindsight's twenty twenty. So after you move into the new thing, you'll be able to see how all of the skills and tools that you built up during that time allowed you to be even more successful or the perfect person for your ideal client in the new thing. So 
I think that's really, really important to bring into light that it is not wasted time. It's not wasted energy. It is not wasted money, no matter what you have done. If you find yourself feeling like you should stay on a certain path or in a certain situation simply because you've been there for a long time, I'm sorry, that's just not a good excuse. It's, it's really not. Or you're allowing it to be an excuse when it, it doesn't need to be. And this also goes for friends. Um, it goes for actually everything. But I think another one where it is all too easy for you to get stuck is friendship. It's like, oh, well, I've been friends with this person since elementary school. So even though they're a different person and I'm a different person and we've changed, I'm, I'm still going to stay friends with them. I'm still going to be loyal to them. And I think there is some, like, I'm, I'm not going to knock loyalty for starters, right? I think there's a lot of value in that. And there are times where we grow together with people and there are times where we grow apart. There are people in your life that are meant to be there just for a season. And then there are people that are meant to be there lifelong. And I will also argue that there's people that are kind of meant to do both, right? Like they're meant to go in and out of your life as you grow out, do different things, and then maybe you come back together. So all of this to say, just because you've been friends with someone for an incredibly long amount of time, or even maybe not so long, that is not reason enough to continue to be friends with them. The people, like, audit your your circle. Who are you spending time around? Are they building you up? Are they supporting you? And if someone isn't, if someone doesn't fit like what you want for your current relationships and your current environment, like I, I don't want to go too far off on a side tangent. Like I, like I frequently do. Yay ADHD. But you really are the sum of the people that you're around the most. And so if you don't like the people that you're around the most, or there's something about them, like I think a good example is if you have, say, a high school friend who is still around in your inner circle and all they do is complain and bring negativity and they're always unintentionally or intentionally finding ways to kind of shoot down your new big idea, that is not someone you need around. And it's not saying to completely disown them. It's just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, don't make those one of your inner circle people, even if they've been around for a long time. Hell, I'm planning my wedding right now, and there are people that know full and well, like, I don't care how long I've known you. I don't actually even care if we're related. I'm only inviting 20 people to my wedding, and if you're not inner circle, you're not invited. And that may sound harsh to some people, and it is my choice. And I think that is a really beautiful example of kind of going against that sunk cost fallacy, right? Like there are people who have been in my life, my entire life. There are family members that because they can't respect my boundaries or they aren't supportive or we just have grown apart, like they aren't a part of my life in that way to that level, right? Like I'm going to be a nice human to them. I'm not going to completely just be a jerk and cut them off. Now, I do want to say that there are times and I, I know people and I know clients that I have helped coach on how to kind of cut people out of their lives because it really was detrimental. But like, all I'm saying is in a very roundabout way, let me circle back, is that just because someone has been in your life for an X amount of time or they have supported you in X kind of way, that doesn't necessarily mean that you have, you never have to keep someone in your life, right? So 
again, to kind of circle this all back around, the sunk cost fallacy is this idea that just because you have invested a lot of time, energy, or money, or just because someone has been around a really long time, it's the idea of like, it's the idea that it's a sunk cost if you change the situation, if you distance yourself from the friend, if you leave the career, if you leave the job, if you leave the partnership, if you move to a new city, then you've, you're now saying that whatever was prior to that was wasted. And that is simply not true. And in fact, it is exactly what is keeping you stuck. The sunk cost fallacy will keep you stuck until you are able to let go of that fallacy and let go of whatever situation you're holding on to because of it, right? Like you have got to create the space and release in order to have the space for new things that are more aligned to come in. And that applies whether or not we're talking about a job, a career, the city that you live in, a friendship, a relationship, the network that you're involved in, any of it. You have got to create that space by releasing and no longer subscribing to the sunk cost fallacy in order to have the space for new things to come in. Like the whole um, one door closes and another window opens, like it's so cliche and it is so damn true. So hope this was helpful. I would love to hear from you again, seriously. Like, I'm not kidding. I have this vision in my head that people are like on a power walk or sipping their coffee and like we're having this conversation together. So I wanna know, is that is that actually true or am I completely crazy? Um, <laughs> So drop a screenshot of this episode in your social media stories. Make sure you tag me. Let me know where you're listening to and if anything really hit for you. All right. Enjoy the rest of your day. Catch you next time. High five for taking some time out of your day for yourself to listen to this episode. It is my hope that it makes you feel more seen and heard and understood because we are all human and being human is messy and imperfect and beautiful and you are beautiful. So if this resonated, it would mean the world to me if you shared it on social along with your biggest takeaway and then tag me at moveonthedaily and at human.onthedaily. Thank you so much and see you next time.